Welcome, welcome, welcome. Stay like a champ, episode 215. It's your boy A Dub. And your boy Shrew. Welcome back to Fuck Family. What's going on? What's good? What's good? We back in the building once again. Another Tuesday in sports. And uh definitely a lot going on this week, as always. Um, and definitely excited to be back here with the Slackers to um, you know, you know what I'm saying, share some sports, uh uh talk our ish, if you will. Um <laughs> we got some slackers in the building already. Want to welcome y'all in and appreciate y'all for being here with us and being a part of the show. We got Unk in the building. Hello from Texas. We got oh, Kelly. Hello. Happy Tuesday. August suggested tacos for dinner. That's what's up. He's listening to Uncle Marcus. That's that's what it is. Uh, we got <laughs> moms in the building and also Stephanie Washington. So welcome all in. And um, and Unk said he chimed in with some uh, curry chicken for the family today. That's what's up. That's what's up. That. So, um, you know what I'm saying? One of these days we're going to have to definitely come together on the cookbook so we can really share all that goodness. But um, before we get into it too far, I uh, want to do a quick check-in. Um, Strizzy, how you doing? <laughs> uh, sports-wise or real-wise? Because sports-wise, I'm down bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, but you know you know what it is. It's all it's all good, man. But other than that, you know what I mean. I can't can't complain. You know what I'm saying? God bless you for another day. How about you? Yeah, yeah, same. No, everything is good. Everything is lovely. It was kind of a rough weekend for your boy in sports on, on a couple of different things, but um, you know that 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 all balances out. So um, as we go, we'll definitely get into that. Uh, but I want to welcome in our third member of the panel before we get started. We got Mr. Mad Marcus in the building. What's good, brother? What up, what up, people? How y'all doing, man? What up, dog? Doing good, doing good. You know what I'm saying? Another day. And definitely, we know we gotta we gotta talk about our boys later, but we're gonna get into we're gonna jump into our first topic. Uh, and you know, we'll do the scoreboard as always, but we got kind of a special little side thing. Uh, you know, so we can really unpack a little bit about what happened on Sunday night. So we'll get to that. I, I need y'all's I need y'all support on this one. <laughs> but um, but uh, but that's what it is. Let's go ahead and get into our first topic of the day. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Now tuned to NFL Talk. Let's get it. All right, so we're jumping right into the scoreboard. And as always, just want to talk about, you know, our takeaways from the weekend. What game surprised you the most, um, you know, this weekend or or what uh, kind of outcome was kind of the that you guys wanted to go over? Um, Strizzy, I, I don't know if you want to start with you. You got your boys on, on right now. Um, if you want to start with uh, the Lions Panthers, too, I, I do want to hear what your thoughts are on that. I, I mean, honestly, man, it's like a, it's a dumpster fire from 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 ownership down. You know what I mean? Like. I think Tepper is entirely too involved, still making a lot of decisions. I mean, it's his team, so he can make all the decisions he wants to, you know what I'm saying? But I think he's just a little involved. Like you hire you hire people to to make decisions for you or to 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 build the team, and he's not really letting them do that. Uh, I think the coaching staff is doing absolutely horrible. Um, as of right now, they're really not doing much with Bryce Young. Uh, I understand that um, the uh, the offensive line's hurting a little bit with injuries. But you know, but if you're if you're if you're gonna save them this bad, just just put in Dalton. You know what I mean? Like just put in Dalton, let Bryce Young learn for a year. You know what I'm saying? That that seriously never hurts any quarterback to learn on the side for a year. You know what I'm saying? Um, but uh, you know, a lot of Panthers fans are talking about how you know he, the, things are looking better. You know what I'm saying? He had two fifty, three touchdowns, two interceptions. But in all reality, he only had about 145 yards. Two interceptions and one touchdown through three, though. You know, what I mean, two of those touchdowns that he got came in kind of garbage time. So it really doesn't look good when you look at the actual game and not the box score. Um, you know, I mean, we're gonna lose again this week. I think we got the Dolphins this week. Um, 
think we have the Giants after that. So, so like, that'll probably be the closest thing we have to possibly winning a game, and that'll probably be a game that the Giants uh, turn things around on, honestly. Like, we just really don't look good right now. And now they're talking about, uh, you know, possible trades for, like, Brian Burns, Jeremy Chen, and, and J.C. Horn. So I'm like, you – I was, I was joking around with you earlier today. I was like, they gone, I'm gone. Like, I, I will 100% denounce myself a Panther fan if if any more foolery continues to happen, dog. It's it's, it's crazy right now. Yeah, I think we're going to have to put you back in the, you know, the draft. You're going to have to make a selection or something. I have to make a selection. Um, squad. But I know and I hear you on that, and it is frustrating. But at the same time, I know you'll still be rooting for the Panthers, even if you can't really truly switch colors. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still going to be in you, you know to try to root for them. So I hope they do better for you for sure. Um, uh, I do want to welcome in a couple other people to the show. We got Anthony Wesson. What's good? Welcome in. I definitely want to hear his thoughts on the Chiefs Vikings game. Also, we got Pops in the building. Good evening. And Grace jumping in as well. So hello, everybody. Grace with the pumpkin. She's definitely ready for some uh, trick or treating. <laughs> um, for sure. Um, Marcus, what did you what did you take away from the weekend? Anything anything special or stand out to you? No, not too much. Um, I, I think a lot of us on our pickums. I think we got a lot of things wrong that should have happened. But maybe the biggest, besides the Cowboys, the biggest one I would say is the Ravens losing. Uh, I, I didn't think they would do that. I thought they would win the game. They had opportunities to win the game too. So that might be the only one I would say besides the Cowboys' uh, uh, murder case. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Really let them down. I agree, and I think. I don't know. It's like one of those things though. It's funny how we were just talking about Tomlin like needing a fresh start, maybe like just last week or whatever. And people, you know, starting to doubt him, but you can never really doubt him because he always brings his team back around. Um, so that one definitely did surprise me as well. Also, the Saints Patriots, like the Patriots are we knew they were bad, but I didn't think they were that bad. Uh, you know, getting blank 34 to zero at home. That's that's uh that's rough times right there. That's rough sledding for Belichick. But, but that that also shows how how good the Cowboys were. We ain't that good because the Saints did the same thing. So that was fool's goal. Yeah, looking back, right, we do, we kind of built some confidence off of that. That uh, was misplaced for sure. Um, the Jaguars uh, doing their business uh, in in London two weeks in a row, you know, beating the Bills. I think that was pretty cool. But it also kind of was like maybe Bills jet lag and just them being sluggish and stuff from the travel and not used to it. Yeah. So, um, it, it kind of sucks because it is a weird thing to have that in your schedule, but at the same time, like it's not going away anytime soon. Right. Um, Goodell is talking about they're looking into potentially even more markets like Brazil or Spain um, as right. soon as next year. So they're going to continue to make international games, but I'm not really for it. I don't really, I don't really like it. I think it's too much. Yeah. It's a little too much. And I mean, the London games are pretty cool. I think that they have the stadiums and stuff and the fan base thing for it. I think a lot of places don't. You know, what I mean, you got to remember how unpopular. American football is in other countries, you know what I mean? So I think it works for, for London, you know what I mean? But Brazil and everything like that, I don't think it's going to work the way they think it is. Like, as a novelty, cool, you know? But it was right. cool when it's, like, one game a year, and it's like, oh, okay, this is kind of special or whatever. But mm -hmm. now they're they're doing too much. They're going to be over there again. Um, I, I think it's uh, the Titans are playing there this weekend and the, yeah. and the Ravens, too. So I'm, I'm not really down for it. Yeah. Um, I want to welcome in Shy Productions. I think this is a first time commenter. Um, thank you for joining in. Appreciate you being on the show for sure. Sure. Um, 
And uh, Stephanie Washington says, I always forget it's an early game and miss Washington for sure. Like, especially for us West Coasters, like 630 is early to be waking up to some football. But, um, but yeah, I, um, I don't know. Unk says he wishes he could go to a game in London. I don't know. I want to go to a soccer game in London. Like, I want to yeah, go see what they do. I think that would be, I think that would be super dope. So, um, yeah, I guess. Oh, shout out to the Bears getting their first win on Thursday night. Definitely finally going off your boy DJ Moore and uh, also, you know, Justin Fields. I felt good for them getting a win and especially rest in peace to Dick Buckus, yeah. uh, who died that day. After I found out that he passed away, I don't mean to be silly about, you know, someone passing, but I really should have went and changed my pick right away. I picked the commanders. I'm like, there's no way the Bears <laughs> lose after right. that. Um, but, yeah, but I, I was glad for them to see them start clicking. That, that was cool. Um, I don't know who else though. Uh, Bengals finally getting back on track a little bit. You know, saying so they finally had a good game, Chase and Burrow. So I think that was big for them. Not sure what you know if that's gonna progress into the you know the following week, but they finally look like the Bengals this past week. Yeah, and like looking back, I'm like, man, the Cardinals is definitely like a get right type of game. So. Um, that should have been that should have been pretty obvious that they would be able to do that. But I'm glad because Burrow actually did look healthy. He even mixed in some runs in that game. So uh, definitely he was looking a little bit different. Um, Anthony Weston says about the Chiefs. Chiefs allowing 16 points per game would be lower if not for pick six. They count against the defense. And the yeah, the Chiefs, Chiefs, the Chiefs referees are allowing 16 points a game. And no, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Strizzy, Strizzy thinks they got the benefit of some some calls. I was curious what Anthony says about that, but the end sequence of that game was pretty pretty strange um, <laughs> with the Chiefs or with the Vikings trying their comeback against the Chiefs. But um, but yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes finally has a defense, and it's funny how now the offense is kind of struggling a little bit more now that the defense is there. It's like it's so hard to get everything clicking at the same time. So, um, yeah. so yeah. Uh, other than that, I do. Yeah, we do got to definitely talk about the beat down that was. Marcus, I def I wanted to get your thoughts on the uh, Cowboys 49ers game. Um, if we can just relive it together for a brief moment. Um, <laughs> what did you? Uh, what were your thoughts on Sunday night? Uh, sorry if I'm going in and out too. Let me know if I'm not going to roll by anything. But uh, the whole thing about the Cowboys, man, like we we we're, we're too nice of a team. Like we we have too many nice guys. It just we don't do anything to get ourselves going. Like uh, I think Dak is a okay quarterback. I think if uh, Mike Shanahan, I think yeah, Shanahan is a cowboy coach, head coach. I think he does better, but he he's 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 not gonna be a good quarterback with a mediocre play calling. Like he can't do it. Like he just he's gonna always be like he is. You know, his first year he was there. He had Romo there. Romo kind of helped him out do things, and he became a good quarterback when Romo left. He was to me. He was always okay, you know. Uh, Mike uh, uh, Pollard, to me, he's not a number one running back. I think he's a he's a he's a one two punch. He's a type of guy he need to be on the outside doing screens, doing counter, doing sweeps. He could do that, but have him go up the middle. He's not built for that, you know. So I thought we would do more with maybe three backs with with the uh, Vaughn guy coming there. We don't use him at all, and then we we can't use City Lamb as a third receiver. Like we have to force feed him, like. But I know we can't force him because we, we don't have a quarterback who can force feed him and get him get him get the ball in certain spots. So we have a quarterback who's going through an interception. So we he, he's frustrated, but we don't have a quarterback who who will give him the ball, who, who will make a play, who will do things, you know. So our team is just not good. Like like we we are okay team and we we get hyped on these blowouts we did to the Giants and 
the Jets and all that kind of stuff. But I always seen that we wasn't still there. Uh, uh, our defense is okay, you know. Like I think Diggs was a big, a big. Uh, we, everybody's like, oh, Diggs is. We still gonna be a good team, but we don't see what Diggs do, do as, as a as a as a player. You know, he helps out the the, uh, the uh, secondary where the defensive line can get to get those sacks. The D line can get in there. But we have Gilmore. He's he was washed up. You know, he's not as good anymore either. So uh, and then we, Jordan Lewis is like one of the worst. I I wish we get rid of that guy. He's like Anthony Brown. They're trash. They're too small. And we don't we aren't there. Like Mike and then Michael Parson. He's the only one we got on defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence washed up too. It just we don't have like curse. We have we we play four safeties. We have a guy named Bell. We have that guy uh, Hooker. All those. Those are, those are, we need two cornerbacks, we need three linebackers and two safety. We don't need all all small guys. They too small, and you got yeah. kills kill kill here and then all in what three years against us. He had three touchdowns, or simple plays. So it just then Quinn got our coach, and then like I said, overall, the Cowboys are an okay team. We're not good. Nobody fears us. We are predictable, and that's and it's how it goes. So it's it's depressing to see our team get beat out that bad. We had no fight, you know. So. That's my two cent in, man. It just it is terrible. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, you know, a lot of those same sentiments, a lot of those same feelings, as far as just like being an okay team, especially like after Diggs going down, right? Like that is a big blow that, like you said, it's kind of invisible. When he's doing his thing, you don't see him because they don't throw his way, and that takes off that side of the field. Gilmore coming over was always supposed to be like a veteran, like a cherry on top. He was never supposed to be like a main guy. Now he's trying to be our shutdown corner. That's past him, like, you know, yeah. so, and like you were saying, mixing up all the safeties, like we really only play one linebacker consistently and that's Leighton Vanderesh, and he got hurt in this game too. So it's like, okay, so now what do we do moving forward on that defense? It is going to be a different scheme. I think it's, I think it's tough, but it's like with the Cowboys, especially the way they're built this year, if they get off to a good start and our defense can play with the lead, it's a different type of thing. If yeah. we go down early, it's it's, it's 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 yeah and it's like that's the same thing that happened with the cardinals where it's like i'm at the point i'm like i hope we get the ball first every time like if we if yeah. win the cause no deferring we need the ball we need to score we need to get a lead and then hope that we can you know kind of build on it from there but it's mm-hmm. uh it, it's pretty tough um but i do want to hear what pop says i do i do like what shay said you know i feel like the cowboys without Diggs makes their defense soft and not that he's like a big hitter or whatever but he was some kind of a threat to be scared of or to be concerned with um, Michael Parsons by himself can only do so much and, and he hurts himself half the time trying to get to the quarterback. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I just think, I don't know, it was kind of rough, but the good thing is like with this being so early and, you know, it's not about like the sky is falling and honestly, like on the 49ers side too, it's like, there's no guarantee that we'll have to play them again or that they'll even right. be there. It's not like they won the Super Bowl last year. So it's like, I'm not really like so concerned about the cow, the, the, the Cowboys 49ers thing that it got built up to be. It's just like Cowboys, you need to, you know, clean up your own stuff and see how you're gonna make it work going forward because we got some tough games right ahead and it's a long season. Yeah, but 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 Alex though, dog, we can't go forward with our quarterback is gonna throw the ball. Like you're gonna see, like he he threw he threw three inception in a row. Like he's not like he's not gonna get over this, man. Like I'm sorry, like he's not gonna get over that. Like two two of those interceptions were directly to 49ers players. They like they were directly to 49ers players. The first one I the first one I'm kind of okay with. You're giving your receiver a chance. You hella overthrow him, but okay. The other two though were really, really bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think, you know, and obviously for the one person who's not a Cowboys fan on this panel, 
I would be a little worried. And the only reason why I'd be a little bit worried is I feel like the defense right now looks only as strong as Michael Parsons. Like, yeah, like if we're not getting turnovers, if we're exactly. not scoring on defense. Yeah, exactly. And the 49ers did a really, really, really good job of taking Michael Parsons completely out the game. But on the bright side is not every team has Trent Williams. Because <laughs> Trent Williams was literally he, – he took care of Michael Parsons by himself like all game. So not, not all teams are going to have left tackles like him. You know what I mean? So I think well, not all teams are going to be built like the 49ers in general. I mean, they're exactly. one of the best in the league for a so, reason. So I think like there's there's some there's some hurt and there's some there's some bright side to this game too. You know what I mean? Like the 49ers just really really built on both sides of the ball, like all the way around. Um, but honestly, like I'm I'm with Marcus in the sense of like the best the Cowboys have looked in the last two years had Cooper Rush behind center. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, is Cooper Rush the guy who's going to win you a swoop? Probably not. But the best y'all have looked in the last two years had Cooper Rush by center. I feel like they even faked the injury to Cooper Rush just to get Dak back when he came back from his uh, his injury. Um, Because he does things, he makes the right decisions, he doesn't force throws, and he gets the best receivers the ball the majority of the time. And like and like Marcus said, like, you can't necessarily force passes to, to CeeDee Lamb. But C.D. Lamb's got to be seeing nine to ten targets a game at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like whether or not it gets to him or not, and it's just not happening. He can't. And, he's not gonna. He's not gonna. He's not gonna try to get it to him because he he feel like he's gonna throw a pick. And when you think you're gonna throw a pick, you're gonna throw a pick. Right. Like I said he 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 don't have anybody there to make him like move a lot. Like, he should be running the ball. Like he should be doing something. Put personal roll defense. out. Do something yeah, different. Yeah. yeah. But all we. All he does is uh uh uh, and he looks and he gonna throw it up or throw it. His confidence, <laughs> yeah. his confidence is gone. Like his confidence, I don't care what he say on the podium. Yeah, he don't have any confidence right now, man. I agree. It's, it's tough. And I, I I love Dak, man. I want him to do well, but the system he been in with Jason Garrett and not mm-hmm. Mike McCarthy, it's not it's not it's not for Dak. I think you did you get Dak with uh with uh in, in L.A. with the Rams, he'll do good with, with uh, uh McFay, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. it, it, those like even Sean Payton, I think, would do good for him. I think if Mike Shanahan, he did those, those type of core, those kind of coaches are coordinated for him to do well. He can't do a basic like like Aaron Rodgers was great. He can do it, Mike McCarthy, because he's a, he's already a great quarterback. But he's not a great quarterback. Like he's an okay quarterback, and he can't do it with those calls and those. Like, you can't get him in a rhythm like that. You can't do it. It just. Right. Like like next week we gonna get in tra- they charges we gonna lose again like those receivers gonna kill us because we we can't cover like we can't cover and we are gonna get down and he gonna force it again we gonna lose again. go ahead, Susie. My bad. I, I was just gonna say too. Like I I I think one of the things too because Marcus, which which game was it this year? Was it against the Cardinals that they that Michael Parsons had a bad game? Was it the Cardinals game too where he didn't Cardinals, really show yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh-huh. I, I think, man, like what's what scares me a little bit right now is like if they're not getting pressure to the quarterback, like you said, yeah, like we've been talking about this for years. Like the DBs, corner and safety ain't really been great for y'all, but the pressure to the quarterback allows them to be great, right? And like you said, I think not having digs, it 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 it's hurt, it's showing bad. You know what I'm saying? Like it's showing real bad because now you don't have that one guy, that lockdown guy. So now you're expecting them to do as a as a unit, and they're just not there yet. Kenny Allen is leaping chopped right now. Yeah, I think if the, if teams he look at wait. this game and they li- and they're literally go yo, we just take Michael Parsons up the game. The defense ain't that scary, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's all we got to do. We take him out, double team him all game, force him off the line again. That's what happened. He was on the line until <laughs> Trent Williams was literally bodying the crap out of him. Then they took him off the line to give him a little bit of a a running start, and they still couldn't get anything done with them. Right. 
So well, I, and I do think he's going to play a lot more off the ball now because we need actual linebackers. Like he's going to have to go to his regular position, and there exactly. he's just a, a run stopper. He's good, but he's not a difference maker the way he can be when he's rushing the quarterback. So right, right. Yeah, right. Like, like I said, you're, just, you're just not going to play any more teams like the like the Niners, right? And like you said, Ada too. Like there's no guarantee the Cowboys play them again in in the uh, in the playoff. You know, they you might have to play the the Eagles first. You know what I'm saying? Y'all could play the the Lions first. Like. It, you know, someone might be able to take care of the matter before you have to get to them. You know what I'm saying? But if it's if it's in it, I don't think y'all make it to the NFC Championship right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel like they got you got to fix some things first and get some dudes back. Y'all got a lot of injuries too, right? You know Which I mean? think that's the best thing. Like we kind of talked about too, though, is like this is really early in the season still. Um, it just depends on like keeping pace with the Eagles too. You know, and that's that's tough too. But I feel like they definitely do need to learn from this game, try to put some things back together, but. Obviously, the coaches do need to be prepared and don't be walking out there like, okay, our guys will make plays and we'll overcome somehow. Like, it don't work like that, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to you gotta really be prepared. And I think that's the one thing that, like, me personally worries me the most is Mike McCarthy because I feel like he doesn't yeah. have no extra plan. Like, he, he doesn't – he's not going to outsmart anybody. No. Like, it's – I mean, it's just, you know – He goes with um, one game plan and one game plan only, and if it don't fall through right. – <laughs> That's why I'm like the first quarters are so vital. If we can get up early, you know what I'm saying? Like even with the Giants, like the Giants were driving about to score in that first game. Like they're about to score a touchdown and we get a turnover. We start to score. All of a sudden we we blow them out. But it's like, who knows what happens differently if if we can't, you know, get those leads. So speaking um, of McCarthy and just offensive coordinator, I mean, we talk about CeeDee Lamb not being in the mix right now too, but like Brandon Cooks has been a thousand yard receiver his entire time in the league with way less quarterback play than Dak Prescott. Like what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like we, you guys got to fire out some way to get Brandon Cooks involved in the offense too, because he has been. I think you forget he's on the team, right? No, I feel that. But but uh, pops is being the voice of reason in the in the comments here for us. He's trying to bring us back down, and so he does say he said he disagrees. I guess this was in regards to Dak. If every player that gets down will never recover, anyone can bounce back, or none of us would be who we are. So we got to believe that for Dak. I do feel like he presses sometimes, though, and I guess that might have been because of the opponent, because of the location, and all of that. But um, we, yeah, we, we, I, I see what Pops is saying. I, I, I'm good there, but Pops, it shows every the last two playoff games how we lost. We lost because of Dak. It wasn't. Yeah, you want to put on the, you got to put on the quarterback. Like he, he didn't do it. Like has he recovered? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I haven't seen him do anything to recover. He made it to one Pro Bowl. That was his rookie year. Like. I don't see like he. I can say he does good when he when we up against certain teams. They don't they don't have like a pressure on them. But he mm-hmm. don't he have he hasn't stepped up to a, a big game like even the L.A. game when we in the playoffs. They won game. He didn't step up like he didn't. He he wasn't there like you know what I'm saying. So it just I haven't seen him recover from it. I see him do certain games that he, he has good games. But yeah, I get that. But it's it's like it's like a Patrick Mahomes. It's like Aaron Rodgers when it's, when, it's, when it's crunch time and when it's time to go, you depend on the quarterback. We don't have that quarterback. We Agreed. never had that kind of quarterback. Agreed. We don't have that. So I, I, I don't, I don't know how he recovered. I don't know how he. I don't know how he recovered from it. And like I said, I love that. I hope he can do that, but it's not in him. It just right. he don't have that in him. I'm sorry. He's a great Man. guy, but at some point in time, you want your quarterback to be able to win games. You know what I mean? Like you talk about, like uh, we talk about Jimmy G, right? About how him just being like a game manager, right? You don't really lose with Jimmy G, but you don't win with them either. You know what I'm saying? Like the system kind of wins, and like. You kind of expect Dak to be that guy. You want him to be able to win games for you. And you get into these defensive type games like last year in the playoffs against the 49ers where it's like, yo, at some point, 
somebody on offense got to give. And last year, Brock Purdy gave. You know what I mean? Like he took them down and got the touchdown when you kind of hope it would have been Dak and he just never did. And, and same thing last night against the same team again. Like you kind of expect him to do something to to get back in the game or whatever. Because he just never does, honestly. Like so, I'm with Joe. I I love Dak. I think I mean like you love Dak because he's a great person. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes being a great person by winning football games. Ah man, yeah, I feel that. But I'm still gonna be rocking my number four. I, we need him to do it at this point because there ain't no alternative. We can talk about down the road, down the road, but right now yeah. we need him to be. We need him to be in the right mental mental state. We need him to be, <laughs> you know, what what he can be. And so I'm rooting for him for sure. And I do think though, again, like the three picks, that's horrendous. You can't throw three picks in a row. But at that point, the yeah. game's over. Like we're already like pressing too much. Like I think that's when those situations where it's like he's not going to like overcome some great thing. But if you put him in a position mm-hmm. to win, he can get it done. It's just, yeah. we, you know, it's just we need to be in that right mm-hmm. position. So, um, but Pops did say this. He basically was saying we got hammered by a team that has our number. We are too nice. We don't take the first punch. And I agree with that. Marcus, you brought that out like two years ago when we lost to the 49ers. It was like, yo, like we came out looking scared in our own building and they came out mm-hmm. looking like they're about to. Yeah, you know, they had the whole radio thing. We should have, somebody should have went over there and knocked it over. Like, that's what, that's what you show, like. Let's do something like that. Like, I really miss you – we're know, not old, but I miss Russell Maryland. I miss Leon Lay. I miss those kind of, like, they knew those guys was crazy. Like, they crazy didn't play people. that kind of stuff. Yeah, we yeah. need – like, like we need somebody like that on our team, like, kind of a loose screw. Like, Charles Haley had a loose screw. But, he, you know what I'm saying, yeah. he did his thing. Like, we ain't playing with him. Like, we don't – we everybody helping helping other team up and a hey, good game and all that. Oh, man. Like, even Michael Parsons today, he was upset by this, this T-shirt thing. But then he said, that's my boy. And I was like, no. He's not your boy. No, mm-hmm. you shouldn't say something like that. No, like I don't like that. I, I I love Michael Parsons. He's a nice guy. I don't like that, man. I don't like the nice guy stuff. Maybe I, we, I came up different from that, but we all – our whole team from the coach from all the way down are nice guys. It's like you can't last week, that, Last man. week I was saying the Cowboys are going to win this game because they had this game circled. You know what I'm saying? They – they were going to come out on oh, 12 yeah. because of the playoff lot. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Man, I was wrong as hell. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I couldn't have been more wrong. Like, I was just so like, this is it. You know what I mean? I was watching this game like, I know this ain't it. I know y'all got something. You know what I mean? Like, and it just at no point in time that I was like, and it's crazy because like McCaffrey only had like 50 rushing yards. You know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't really do anything great. Like, Brock Purdy just really took it to him. You know what I mean? Like, it was. And George Kittle, that was yeah, that was like I'm like oh man. Of course he'd have his breakout game against the Cowboys, but all right, you we did that. Plays, yeah, I'm sorry about. Oh that. no no no, go ahead, get, get, go, go ahead. Like no, no, simple you plays. You, yeah, simple plays. It's like we like it, it wasn't nothing crazy, you know what I'm saying? And we just couldn't, we couldn't. We were, I, I don't, we weren't prepared for yeah. like that. And one of them was broken. The touchdown we had to roll out because the pressure was coming, and it got it to him. Like that one was broken. Yeah. All right. But Cowboys, um, you know what I'm saying, hope to, to see more out of that. But that was definitely, a, you know, hopefully not a turning point in the season, but definitely a milestone type of event that we'll have to look back on. Either they'll go up from here or we'll see what happens. But um, It'll be all right. uh, yeah, um, a couple other things uh, real quick. Jonathan Taylor actually before week five got his contract extension that he wanted from the Colts after all that noise and after basically faking an injury to miss the first four games of the season, still got paid. And then his back. Are you he did get paid. Yeah, he got yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, so okay, okay. He got the contract extension that he that he wanted. He won't be traded. Um, but then Zach Moss came out this weekend and had a great game in front of him, basically in front of him. So, but still, Jonathan Taylor will working in. So that's what's up. 
Uh, sad news about Justin Jefferson. He'll be out for at least four weeks, um, and that's going to really hurt the Vikings and, and their attack. Mm-hmm. Also, um, the rookie um, Arcane or Ar- Arcane, whatever, Devon uh, right. from um, the Dolphins, he was a big part of their speed threat. He's going to be out for the next four weeks. And then also Van Dresch going on IR that we talked about. Kind of the last key to the, the Cowboys defense, like that invisible glue that was holding things together. So uh, hopefully they can find somebody to replace him. But that's going to be that's going to be rough. He, he he's going he's going re, he's going to retire soon because those kind of injuries like that. You know, it's the same thing what happened with uh, they were concussion, but the neck thing is serious. So yeah. I think he's going to be like the Panthers guy. I forgot his name. Uh, Hickley, yeah. Hickley. Yeah, like that. I think yeah, because you can't play with your head, you can't play with your neck, man. So. I, 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 it's the same thing. The way he plays, he, he did it himself. It wasn't like a he does it to himself. That's how he plays. That's why he wears a neck brace. So I, I think I think he's done, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That sucks. Um, but much respect for him. He's been a warrior for us. Um, yeah. What's that? Who's your third linebacker? Uh, Damone we Clark was like underside. Yeah, like yeah, he's technically it's, he's it's Clark just, Clark from LSU. Safety. He's like a younger guy, but he's like a safety. So he yeah. he's oh. like. All of our other linebackers, besides Parsons and Vanderesh, are basically like safeties or over. Yeah, like, I wonder. Like, I, was like, I don't know who y'all's third linebacker is. Okay, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but um, as we wrap that up, definitely come back for secure the bag. We'll be making our picks uh, on <laughs> Thursday uh, before the, uh, the the one that this week was rough, but. <laughs> The but, worst uh, Adam ever done. <laughs> yeah. No, but we can't forget that there was less games, so that didn't help, right? There was only 14 games, but still, we, we had a pretty rough one. But one guy that always seems to be very consistent in coming through, Anthony, won again. So this is third win How in the that first many five wins? weeks. Uh, <laughs> Ten and four. How that so many wins, man? Ant got the script, you know what I'm saying? He got the script. I think he did get God the script. It must be his great training that he's been doing. For yeah, sure. that's so, 10, 10 wins this week. That's impossible. I think got the yeah. script. He's a Chiefs fan for real. And you know what's crazy, that's too? Impossible. He missed the Thursday night game. I don't know if he was going to pick the Bears or not, but he didn't get his pick in in time. So Damn. he missed that one automatically. Could have been even more. I don't know if he was going for the Bears. You'd probably say he was at this point, but that's, you know. <laughs> yeah, it would have been 11. Uh, you know, 11 crazy 11. stuff. Um, but, yeah, but so shout out to Anthony. That's another Super Bowl square coming your way. And um, job, yeah, and then mom said, just missed the pick. I should have gone with my heart, head and not my heart. She did pick the Rams for the upset against the Eagles, but that was kind of a, a tough one um, for the sure. Whole, the whole week was kind of tough. When we were doing our pick them on, on Secure the Bag on Thursday, like it was, there were was some tough ones in there too. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, coin flips, and it just didn't go our way because I, I missed a grip. I missed like almost every morning game. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, yeah, me, me and you both, man. We did terrible. Oh, it was a rough one. Seventy said, "I didn't have time to study this week. Trust me when I say, don't trust the favorite teams listed, not the business." <laughs> For sure, <laughs> Yahoo be tricking you sometimes too. So yeah, they do. Uh, they do. That's a tough one, but no. But I definitely appreciate y'all's thoughts on on the NFL this week, and pops. Um, no, I, I understand, and I appreciate you writing for Dak too. Uh, we know that's our boy, and we hope that he definitely does better than than last week's showing. And um, but for that, we'll go ahead and get into our next topic. There's not really too much for NBA other than the fact that we've seen some basketball. We've seen players play. The preseason has begun. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite matchup so far was Chet Holmgren going up Good against one. Victor Wamayam. Um, I'll get his name right eventually, but you know what I'm saying. Wimbenyama. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, we're we're back in action, and we're we're pretty close to opening week. 
Um, have you guys had a chance to, to catch any preseason? Uh, yeah, that, that kid from the Spurs, man, he's going to be good, man. He's going to be good. Like, his IQ is there. He's not intimidated. I thought he was going to be kind of soft. He's not soccer. Holmgren kind of tried to come at him a little bit, and he came at Holmgren kind of like that one play. He went head first on him, you know what I'm saying? So I, I thought since he's from France, he's going to be a little soft like uh, your boy. Uh, Gobert. Uh, what's it? Gobert. But he, I don't think he'll be like, – I think he's going to be a better player. He has an outside game. He's inside. He's dominant too. So – and this is his first year. So mm-hmm. I, I I was really impressed with him. That game kind of – the preseason, like the uh, summer league was like, ah. But I think he's going to be good for the Spurs. I think they get somebody over there to help him out. I think they're going to be a, a, a good team. Agree. I, I watched that game too, and it was really fun. I think I think home, I think Chad had twenty one. I think Wimby had twenty, or 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 vice versa. But um, they were both really going at each other like hard. You know what I'm saying? So I, it was it was actually really fun to watch. Um, and I think the uh, as good as OKC was last year, I think having Chet back really really helps them. Um, and like Marcus said with the Spurs, like they get somebody else over there to kind of like really help. Help Wimby, I think they'll they'll be back in kind of that, that kind of playoff contention because they still got Pop too at the helm. So um, it's gonna be fun to watch them both play. I, I it's, gonna be, that. it's gonna be a rivalry. It's gonna be a rivalry watch. Oh, yeah. big time, big time. And I, I, I've my my uh, my FanDuel ticket still has Chet for Rookie of the Year, but it's gonna be it's gonna be close. It's definitely gonna yeah. be between those two. Chet trying to throw a little beard like that's gonna yeah. give him some edge. Yeah. Like, okay, that's what's up. He's like, <laughs> I'm still see, back, can... Grizzly. <laughs> I can still see Chet win because he has a, he don't have a better team, so he still exactly. might get that though. But, yeah. but I think the the rookie gonna still they gonna they gonna it's gonna be a good rivalry though. I think it's gonna be nice to see. But Wemby has a really good chance though because rookie of the year is usually who who averages the most points. You know what I'm saying? And I think Chet might struggle with that just a little bit because he has so many he has he has some gamers on his team. You know what I mean? So yeah, it might be a little bit harder. But you know if you if you watch them at all, um, OKC during um, during summer league. I was averaging like three blocks a game. You know what I'm saying? So defensively too, he's going to be up there as well. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think Chet is going to benefit from that extra year. And yeah, I think that he might be more ready. But Wimby, it, he once he adjusts to the NBA game though too, like that, that we'll see how long that takes. But I think it's going to be fast and especially with Popovich there. So Agreed. I think he's going to come out of the gate heavy too. Um, I love the inside game. I, was, I, was, I wasn't sure how much they were going to let him play inside just because he's still slender. But uh, but no, nah, man, he was banging in there. So I, I love love to see it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I was gonna check on the the Bucks. Like, I don't know. Do you know if Damian Lillard played today? He didn't play in their first preseason game, but I wasn't sure um if he was gonna play tonight. I don't think him or Giannis is gonna play tonight. Actually, so we'll Probably. see. But um, I am I'm I am kind of excited to see Dame in like a, a different jersey, just because I think that's gonna be kind of weird, but also kind of cool. Um, so we'll see what's up with that. Um, Pop says Embiid is still fat and lazy. Holmgren <laughs> and Victor look great. Went at each other a few times. Two great young players. I definitely think, though, really, I really do truly think, like, these two guys are going to be kind of like the new wave, like the leaders of the new wave, just those, like, tall, skinnier, like, all-around Hooper type of guys. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that's, that's pretty cool. But obviously, Wimby's, like, even taller than, than Holmgren. So we'll see how that kind of plays out. But. It's crazy um, seeing them do uh, one dribble pull-up from the three-point line. Like, one dribble, get inside, pull-ups. But they do it so quickly. It's like watching a shooting guard do it. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be definitely fun to watch those those young guys. Uh, it's, just, it's just different to me, though, you know? Um, and speaking of that, too, like the Lakers today, I guess, or the other day, Coach Ham came out with saying he wants AD to shoot six three-pointers a game. I'm like – to me, that's so weird. Like, 
I that might be a path to success for them, but me, like I, I don't like my coach saying that. I want I, I want old school, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't want him shooting threes, especially not six a game. But um yeah. maybe that's how he plays all 82. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> He's like, I'm tricking him to stay out the paint so he actually can, you know, not get injured, maybe. Yeah. But I'm like, what does that do for us inside? Unless we're playing a lot more of the bigs that we should be, mm-hmm. you know, because we did get some other guys like Wood and like um um what's the other young guys? Jackson Hayes, like so maybe I don't know. Um, but Marcus, what do you think about that? <laughs> you want AD throwing uh throwing up threes? I, I would say yeah because he's not that he's not that type of inside presence like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he did when he was younger when he was younger. So I think maybe keep him keep him from getting injured out there in the inside. Maybe keep him on the outside because he he's a he's a good shooter though. You know he's not like sometimes he, I think he he had knocked those shots down. So maybe uh, six is a lot, but you know uh, like I said, I wouldn't I would, I would let him get those shots off. You know because that maybe make people come out, then he can go back inside, you know, when he's knocking them down. So I don't, I don't have too much of a problem with it. We, we, you know, we old school too, though. <laughs> right. But I guess that's the perspective I needed on that one is you're right. Like limit that. If you're going to – I want him on the inside, at least on the defensive side. Use your battles there and then on the offensive yeah. side, take your rest. That's what's up. Um, Unk says, what are Suns games looking like? Uh, too expensive. We can pay the <laughs> rent this month or we can go to the Suns game pretty much like <laughs> – I feel bad for parents out there. Like, if your kids are like, "Oh, I want to go see Kevin Durant. I want to see Devin Booker," you know, like, how do you take your kids to a game? That, that, that's, that's crazy. That's, you that's why it. making. Go ahead, Marcus. That's why you're making. A, that's why you're making that broadcast free. You know, you, you put it on. Uh, what is it? It's on some network or something. Like, it's free to watch now. They <laughs> yeah, have to. Them tickets are crazy, man. The uh, the stadium is one big window. You take them to you, you take them outside, and they can like look look at it from the inside. That's how you go. That's how you go see Kevin Durant. <laughs> you can window you see shop. that. Yeah, look right past this is the security guards. The people standing by the aisles. <laughs> no, exactly. for real though, I don't. I don't know. Like even the preseason tickets were, were looking pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie Washington said LeBron was at the Aces game Sunday. Lakers had a preseason game in Vegas last night. Yeah, that's what's up. Um, the uh, the Aces did go up one uh, zero. And the other WNBA news I, I was going to mention is that they're going to be expanding. They have a new team going into Golden State, actually. It's going to be yeah. owned by the Warriors ownership group. So that's pretty interesting. I'm always curious, like, what's the logo going to look like? What's the colors? You know what I'm saying? I wonder what they're going to be called. So they haven't said what are they're they going to be all, called Are they all similar to the NBA, though, right? Kind of, yeah. Like, they kind of go – oh, we lost Marcus there for a second. But they kind of go, like, hand-in-hand, hand, like the Suns and the Mercury, you know. So – um I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what the Warriors could be like. Maybe the, I don't know, the female Warriors. Some, we'll see. But um, I do love that the Lakers do have that tradition of playing a game in Vegas, like every preseason. And um, it's been a while since I've been able to go to a preseason game out there in Vegas. But that definitely brings back great memories. So uh, they played the Kings last night. I think it was. So that's what's up. Um, Shay, we're talking about uh, basketball a little bit. And um, I was going to ask y'all what game you're looking forward to most on opening week. Um, and also, we need advice. So a little bit of homework for the Slackers. You guys want to come back with some suggestions for two weeks from today because the season does open two weeks from today. That's the Tuesday night tip-off. And the Lakers are starting at 4.30 Eastern. And mm-hmm. so they're going to be smack dag in the middle of slack time. So we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do, how we're going to work this thing out. Maybe we'll do a super early Slack Express and lead up to the tip-off. 
Maybe we'll do like an in-game report. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not exactly sure, but um, Strizzy and I are going to work that out because I know we want to watch some basketball and also y'all will want to <laughs> be out there enjoying that doubleheader on, on, on next or in two weeks on, on that Tuesday. So, mm-hmm. um, so we'll have to see what's, what's popping off for sure. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to a couple of these games, actually. The the Lakers, Nuggets. I want, it's funny, like I, I know they're still gonna be really good, top of you know, top of the class, you know what I mean? But I, I the Lakers just had such a great freaking offseason, man. Like, even I don't even know how y'all ended up getting Christian Wood, but you know what I'm saying, like getting him later on, but that's huge. If he can stay healthy, that's such a big deal, man. Like, and then the Phoenix Suns as well, they had just as good of an offseason as well. So I'm curious how they how they put it together. And then seeing the Bucks and the uh and the Sixers, you know what I'm saying? New look Bucks, so some good games. Yeah, definitely going to be a big weekend. It's hard not to, like, overreact because the NBA season is so long. Yeah. But it's, like, it's just fun to see them get out there, get yeah. in action, and see what's going on, how these teams are going to really, like, you know, bring out their round – like, what their rotations and stuff like that. Because it's, like, it's cool to see the offseason, but it's, like, how these players really work together. What are the coaches yeah. going to do with them? The chemistry. Uh, what are they going to put together? Yeah. So – that's always the fun, the fun thing to look out for. So um, that's what's up, though. That's our basketball um, talk, and um, we'll see any news leading up to, um, you know, the tip-off. But we got basically two weeks of preseason action, and then we're going to be ready for the real thing. And that's when we really hit our stride. You know, it's like it's right around Halloween. We got NBA, we got MLB playoffs, we got hockey, which is starting tonight. Um, we're going to talk about that too. Um, so, so much, so much good stuff going on right now. The weather's getting better. Um, just a lot to look forward to. But we'll go ahead and actually jump to hockey real quick. I did want to show these real quick. The Vegas Golden Knights, you know, they won the Stanley Cup last mm-hmm. uh, last year. They, they're pretty much wrapping up their time with the Stanley Cup since hockey starting again. But they got their rings last night, and they were at the Monday Night Football game. Check out these rings, dog. These are fire. Every yeah, year the rings get better and better. Um, on the right side, though, you see the top can come off and it can become a pendant so you can wear it around your neck and then as like a necklace. And then the inside, inside, yeah, the little baby <laughs> stadium. Oh, the inside like, is so tight to me. I don't know why. I just play that so dope. Yeah, yeah. Like that is so sick. And actually on it has like the markings from all of the nine goals that they scored in their like final game in game five when they when they clinched it. So it's got like little marks on the area where they scored from. Super, super sick. So um, I just wanted to share that because, I, you know, I always like that type of stuff. And especially nowadays, these guys are luckier and luckier. Like back in the day, they would have nice, you know, Super Bowl rings and stuff. But yeah. the level of detail now and the, yeah. you know, the little hidden messages and stuff is pretty crazy. So um, definitely shout out to Stephanie Washington and her um, and her Knights. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're hanging the banner tonight. And uh, that will be against the Kraken. <laughs> and we still got time to watch that one, too. That one hasn't popped off yet. So, yeah. Um, so and then the um these are the other ones though the ESPN starting off with the triple header for hockey. Um it's funny, man. I just put some uh I'm laughing at Anthony and like, why you gotta put since World War II, dog? Like you, know, you, gotta, you gotta put it out like that. Dang, that's crazy. But I know. Um, but yeah, man. Um, I know we're kind of getting into um other sports, but um it's kind of nice, you know what I'm saying? Hockey's back a little bit, you know what I'm saying? You gotta hit a couple wins on some straights already uh, already on the uh, lightning for me for me today. Um, but uh, but man, baseball, dude, the Braves game last night was crazy, dog. Yeah, let's get oh to this baseball. God. Um, I, I I was gonna ask this too. I, I definitely here's the update. You know, on the uh, on the the baseball um brackets. You know, we have the first round is down. You know, that quick two two or three game series basically. 
Um, everybody got swept in that first round. Um, and then we have the Astros and the and the Twins, you know what I'm saying, 1-1, one, mm-hmm. one, which is really cool. And then that Phillies Braves 1-1, one, one, which was a crazy way to end the game too with the with the with the wild doubleheader, great play. Um, but there has been some, you know, talk about is the playoff format broken, right? Where you have like these wild card teams that are playing in these series and they're kind of geared up. And then you have the teams that get a bye week like the Dodgers and they have 10 days off, 11 days off to kind of get rusty and then have to jump back, jump, jump right into very intense playoff baseball. It hurts like, you. I think it does. Like I, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not trying to make any excuses for those teams for sure. For sure. Um, you know, because you got to be ready to play, but it is weird how like these teams build these momentum. They're coming off of a series win. They're like, okay, we're moving on to the next round. And then you got a team that's like kind of like still stretching out, you know what I'm saying? It's still not yeah. really warmed up. Yeah. So it's kind that's of really what happened with the Phillies Atlanta too. You know, the same thing, you know, they're coming off, but, um, and even oh man, I talked so much about the, I see why they went with Wheeler for game two, but it kind of hurt them. I think, you know what I mean? But, but anyways, but like, yeah, like Dodgers being down, you know, Oh, two to, to the Diamondbacks, uh, still weird. I, I thought they would have at least tied it up. You know what I mean? Uh, getting yeah. into it. But yeah, I, Again, like you're not making any excuses for it, but sometimes having that much time off hurts you more than it helps you. You know what I'm saying? So definitely. Now, uh, if it's football and you need a rest and need that extra week, that's a little bit different to me. Yeah. Versus like baseball is really about momentum, about flow. One hundred percent, man. Look at Phillies last year with the momentum yeah. that they had getting into the um, into the championship, you know, into the World Series. So um, definitely. I who did, who did you have making it all the way? I had the Astros and the Braves. I thought it was going to be Astros Braves. Um, I think the Rangers Braves. I think Rangers get there, man. They're they're looking really good. They are looking good too. Yeah. Um, and you know they they definitely are haven't lost yet. I think they're going to take out the Orioles pretty easy. I think it's definitely going to be a Texas matchup on the ALCS. So. Facts. Um, Shay uh, uh, is is dropping out. Um, but def- he said um, thought it was entertaining. First time watching. Appreciate that. I'm definitely dropping a sub. We appreciate you checking us out, you know, giving us a chance, and we'll see you in the future. Uh, but yeah, definitely appreciate that. Yeah, he also right. said earlier, I missed that one, but he said Chet over Wimby and definitely not a biased thunder. <laughs> we'll see, but I think it is going to be definitely great uh, to watch the two of them over the years. So yeah, um, appreciate y'all. Um, and so now Anthony Wesson, he's saying Rangers D backs. That would be pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, the Diamondbacks up 2 0 on their rival Dodgers, and it does. It is kind of weird, too. Like, I think that's what's so cool and exciting, though, about baseball is, like, when you get in, you never know. And especially, like, with the Diamondbacks going up against the Dodgers, who's, like, a familiar opponent, right? Yeah. Any other team going up against the Dodgers might struggle a little bit more with the Diamondbacks. They're in the same division. They're so familiar. So they're like, oh, this is kind of like going up against Big Brother, like, you know, somebody that we can kind of get down with mm-hmm. and we're not afraid of anymore. They're yeah. up 2-0 coming back to Arizona with a chance to clinch it tomorrow. Um yeah. The only thing I would say, though, I don't think the playoff format is totally broken, but it's like go ahead and make the second round a seven-game series then. Same. And give, those cha- give those teams that did get a break a chance to, like, actually, like, you Ramp know, five-game five game series is so fast. Like, it's just yeah. – it's kind of tough on that yeah. one. There's not as much strategy that goes into that if you don't win the, one of the first two games. So, yeah. um, that's pretty tough. Um, Pops is, oh, go ahead. Oh, Oh, I was going to say, Pops likes the Rangers, too. He says he has, they have the best manager in the playoffs. Yeah. So Yeah, I was going to say, too, like, uh, I know he, got, he said D-backs and, uh, said D-backs and Rangers. Yeah. Dude, they're real familiar with L.A., but, and they have great bats, but do they have the pitching to get through the Phillies or the Braves? You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know if they do. 
Yeah, I think that is going to be tough. I think that's why it's like it's cool that they're going up against the Dodgers. I think that that helps them a little bit. But I'm, you know, you never know because you you get it together. You know, you get on yeah. a roll. Yeah. Um, we'll see. But I, that's another cool thing about baseball is like it doesn't take very much to get to the World Series. Like, yes, it's high level baseball, but it's it's like you know, just win that one that one you know crucial series, and at least you're in the championship series. You're you're one step away. So exactly, um, all of these guys have high eighty to ninety plus wins. So like, it really is anybody's series. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it really is anybody's series. For sure. Anthony Weston brings up a great point. The yeah. Rangers are doing this without Scherzer and DeGrom, which is crazy. They it's were true. both left off of this series. But, you know, you never know for the ALCS that they put back on the roster. So, um, they, you know, they have even more firepower um, left to go. So, yeah. that's what's up. All right. So, that's our baseball update. Um, but, that, oh, one other thing I was going to say, though, is uh, we're going to check out the Guns N' Roses concert tomorrow night. And it was originally oh, supposed to be in the Chase uh, Chase Field, like it was going to be where the Diamondbacks play. So we're kind of looking forward to seeing it, like you know, in a different venue. Really super cool. But um, they had to cancel because the D-backs were going to be hosting this the playoff series now. And so um, the concert's mm-hmm. back on. You know, what I'm saying they got moved. It got moved to um, Desert Sky, which is dope. But it's not the same feel. You know, what I'm saying. But hopefully it's worth it, man. Hopefully the Diamondbacks uh, uh, do their thing. I guess. But uh, I just thought that was kind of interesting that. Uh, they had to kind of rearrange things on, on that side. So, um, um, okay. So we lost Marcus, but His we phone still, died. yeah. So, um, so apologies for that. But I, you know, it's okay. It's probably better that he's not here for this, um, because, uh, because he doesn't really like to, you know, what I'm saying he doesn't really like to be too showy or too flashy. But I just wanted to give him a shout out, and I wanted to give us slackers a chance to kind of show him some love. He was out there at the Colorado game uh, this weekend, the Colorado ASU weekend, uh, this weekend working the sidelines. And our boy got some great photos great of shots. Prime and, and, and Shadur. And so I definitely wanted to just take a second to say great job, Marcus, on yeah. getting this good uh, good thing. And I, and I love that his business opportunities have taken him into so many different places and especially a place that he's so passionate about, which is, you know, sports clearly. So, um, so that's what's up. That was awesome to see some of those pictures from the sidelines. So um great job, Marcus. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like I said, he, he doesn't like the attention as much, so we can brag on him while he's not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, so great job on that one. Um, and then we'll use that to kind of segue and move into um, our, our, our top 25 rankings real quick. But um, definitely did some great uh, pictures out there catching the boys. Um, but um, – you know, I guess it's good that he's not here for this one either because that big game this weekend, the Red River rivalry, uh, Strizzy, you guys, your Sooners took out Texas. Um, so with that, they jumped to they jumped seven spots uh, up to number five in the rankings now, six and zero, and looking really strong. But I, and I and I get why. You know, Texas is a really good team. That mm-hmm. was a really close game, but the Sooners bringing bringing home the Golden uh, Cowboy hat there. So, uh, what were your thoughts on that game? Oh man, it was such a good game, dude. You know, but I was watching the game and uh, I was I was loving just like the the fact that they every single drive they were driving down, right? There, I think last year there was just turnover after turnover. Man, it was just so bad. Like we looked so hard, but they beat it. I think we scored last year or something like that. They beat us down last year, and mm-hmm. uh, so seeing them this year and just having a different approach, you know, what I mean, um, different approach, actually running the ball well, passing the ball well. And, and defense held up, you know what I mean, for for once. You know what I mean? Our defense finally actually did its job and held up in this game. Um, 
so it was uh it was close but again like the texas is such a good football team um i'm happy to see them kind of uh you know shoot up the rankings a little bit um i know oregon had a bye week um so i was kind of thinking that oregon was going to be sitting at five and then we were sitting at like six i think but um but with them having the bye, i guess it also makes sense too um yeah they stayed like yeah but um yeah man it's just you know the game i look forward to the most every year is the uh red river rivalry game so like having you know, and then I, I text you guys too that um, the rivalry is literally tied. It's thirty-three, well, thirty-four, thirty-three, and three now. So like, you know what I mean? Like, so we'll we'll hold the uh, we'll go into the SEC with the victory, you know, with the with the uh, with the up and on the up and up. So yeah. um, perfect timing to get this dub before us moving over to the SEC. And um, I don't know, it was, it was just a great game. Definitely, definitely a way to start my Saturday because it was like the first like first game at nine o'clock in the morning Saturday too. So yeah, um, yeah started started uh the day off right i feel you yeah no definitely was a good one and it's always a great atmosphere you know when they when you, when you see the stadium and it's literally split half and half you know no real advantage either way um I, I really like that so that was fun stuff um anthony wesson mizzou blew their game versus lsu he had that game and the red river rivalry going at the same time yeah i was definitely rooting for missouri but man lsu they have no defense but they can score so that was a very high scoring game i was definitely rooting for missouri but um you know, they fell a little bit short. Kelly also says surprising USC, U of A, which again, this is another team. USC, they dropped in the rankings even though they won, but had to go to overtime against U of A. Mm-hmm. And similar to last week against Colorado, they basically just have no defense. Like USC oh, has no defense. Lincoln Riley, um, dog, like I'm telling you, he was, I mean, you love what he can, like, you know, quarterback in diversity, right? He's going to have the Heisman Trophy guys. He's going to have one of the best offenses in the league every year. But until this man starts draft or starts recruiting defensive players and gets a real defensive coordinator, they're never going to win anything, dog. So, like U of A going overtime, U of A, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah definitely um, something that I feel like. I don't know. It's like it might not keep them out of the playoffs because if they win the Pac-12, like they're going to be up there. You know, what I'm saying if they yeah. go undefeated, but that's definitely something that's going to hold them back or catch up to them at some point, yep. and some point maybe really soon. So. Um, <laughs> Um, Kelly also says, love the UGA game. Finally, a Me good too. one to watch as a fan. Yeah, like, Me Georgia, I, I mean, I was super worried. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was like, they're going to lose. Like, Kentucky's going <laughs> to get them. You know what I'm saying? We're, they're going to run the ball on us. Like, I couldn't mm-hmm. have been more wrong. I feel like Georgia finally just, like, had all the pieces come together at the right time. Because yeah. they look good at times, but every every week so far, it was like herky-jerky start. And, yeah. you know, they're still dominating teams, but not, like, in the same type of domination. So, right, right. um it was great to see them have such a complete win over a five and O team. And um, you know, their, their number one votes uh, went right back up to where they should have been this week. Uh, no more, you know, messing around, no more like low thirties, like last week where we saw that they were, you know, were kind of on the verge of dropping down. So. Yeah. Um, I think Anthony, I think to just Anthony's question, I think, I think part of it too is because uh, one, you get people the number one team. So that, that helps you kind of stay in the rankings. And then two, there were like what three or four ranked teams that also lost. So I think that kind of helped them stay in the top twenty-five, even though they're hanging out the cusp. I think that's the, like, the only real reason why. It's like you can be a ranked team, lose to Georgia, and probably not fall as hard. But yeah, that's the only reason, only real reason why I think so. But honestly, me and you have talked about kind of Georgia, how they've looked this year, and how like no team really looks like. You know what I mean? Like it's. I feel it's still Georgia's championship to lose, but I think that no real team right now looks like a clear clear cut number one team. Um, but um, I, I just love what they did to Kentucky. Cause like we, 
you were kind of waiting for that. You know what I mean? Like that, that, yeah. that real just over dominant game against a good team. You know what I mean? Like we've seen some weird struggles in a sense, or the weird starts, not struggles, but weird starts the last two weeks prior. And I think really beating down Kentucky might actually uh, push them to kind of like look like, you know, the Georgia team we've seen the last two years. So I think that was I agree. a win. huge, huge win. For sure. Like for the confidence um, and especially for like, for Carson Beck, the quarterback, like yeah. to have such a good game and be so on point early. And, um, and yeah, just like, like as you know, just kind of building up that confidence because it's like, until then it's like, they hadn't really had like that dominant showing where it's like, all right, we're really clicking. Like, um, so that was, that was great to see yeah. um, this weekend. We have Oregon, Washington, which is going to be a great game. We have number seven versus number eight, Oregon coming off of a bye week So that might help them. But I really think Washington, uh, Michael Penix Jr. is like so good. He's uh, so, so good, dog. And b- both of these teams are averaging over 40 points a game. So yeah. I think it's going to be very exciting. It's going to come down to whose defense can actually do something. But um, that's definitely a big one to watch this weekend. Uh, if you guys are looking for uh, something on the college side, I'd, I'd say that's my favorite matchup of the weekend for sure. Uh, Anthony reminds us Missouri plays Kentucky. I think that's going to be a good one. Definitely. And so, Anthony, Missouri is going to get that chance right away to 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 jump back in the rankings and put exactly. Kentucky down. So, mm-hmm. um I'll be watching out for that one. And then Missouri, you know, Georgia's coming up in a couple weeks, and 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 Missouri always plays Georgia extra tough. Yeah, so they do. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a, a, a fun one. Um, also, though, uh, Anthony Wesson, he did mention um Louisville, they beat Notre Dame this weekend, and that was uh super good. And it's funny, they like basically swapped spots, like they jumped up eleven, Notre Dame came down eleven. Um, but that was cool. And uh, mom says, you know, Notre Dame shouldn't <laughs> be ranked, but it's just that branding you know what i'm saying that's always going to really keep them, is. Keep them really uh, is. up there so pretty crazy but um yeah i think we hit all of our marks um great job everybody today um i appreciate you guys helping me out with uh you know just kind of unpack that cowboys damage and, and then we get that out the way you know what i'm saying yeah. move on and be excited for another fun uh weekend ahead but um but yeah um until then like i said we y'all y'all's homework is to uh, help us figure out what we should do on that opening tip off, we should have like a countdown show, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, or if we should just do like a, you know, I don't know. We'll, we'll figure something out, but we know we're going to keep our streak going. That's for sure. And, um, you know, we're going to be rocking with you each and every week and also Thursdays, you know what I'm saying? Doing our pick them. So, um, that's what's up. But, um, anything else you wanted to mention or that we might've missed? I'm trying to look at our notes real quick. I think we're good. Good point. I think we're good. I think we pretty much touched on everything. Cool. Cool. All right. So that's what it is. We'll go ahead and give our sign off. We are right on time today. It's oh. mir- miracles do happen. Um, but that's what it is. Um, definitely Taco Tuesday. Shout out to our boy Marcus uh, out there in the streets uh, joining us. But um, until next time, it's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Struzzi, y'all. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.